email todayradio at rte.ie. Now, with public buses currently operating at 50% capacity, it comes as a surprise to many people, I think, that school buses are going to operate at full capacity when children return to school in a few weeks' time. The Department of Education has stressed the importance of children observing additional measures and hygiene requirements in a letter sent to parents. But will this be enough to curb the spread of the coronavirus? Well, I'm joined now by May Fanning, who is President of the National Parents uh, Council post-primary, um, to discuss this. May, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Uh, I suppose, firstly, when did you become aware of this decision in, re- in relation to how sco- children will be getting to school? I didn't become aware of it until early this morning, in fact, and I have only just had um, an opportunity to see the letter that has been sent out to parents. So you've only just seen it in terms of the, re- the reports that came out today? Yes. All right, so what do you make of it? I suppose um, it it wasn't it's it, it's not surprising, but I still think that there will be worry out there for parents when they feel that some of their school buses would have been overcrowded anyway before this, and I think that a lot of parents would have expected that there'd be more buses put on the route because the schools. I, you know, the uh, the advice has been that you sit next to a sibling or a child from your class group. And that would be fine if the school bus was only dealing with one school. But many of the school buses, both um, rural and urban, will have children from many different schools on it. They could have two, three, four different schools being served by the one bus. Mm. Yeah, because as you say, it appears that the way they are going to deal with this is that uh, children will be given allocated seats and they will be put where possible yes. with the sibling or with someone from their own class to try and keep them in their own group. Um, yes. But you're saying that won't always be possible, obviously, or may not be possible in many instances. It may not be possible in many instances. And then also, you know, we have the problem then on the bus is who is... Who is going to, um, you know, is it going to be self-policing by the by the students themselves or is the bus driver going to be in the position where he can, um, you know, tell someone to, to wear their face mask or, mm. you know, or something like that? How is it going to be policed? And I know in general, I will say that the students and young people in general um, are very aware of the situation and they are conscious of the precautions that they need to take. But, you know, you have to understand the excitement and everything where they're getting up and meeting their friends together, possibly even though they are out and mixing with their friends now, that, you know, the whole thing about getting back to school and everything, there's a certain level of excitement attached to that. And it's just who is going to police this. Okay. Well, we might get some answer of that from Dermot O'Leary, who is General Secretary of the NBRU, and he also joins us now on the line. Um, Dermot, I suppose first to that question of policing, you know, a lot of excited teenagers getting back to school. The excitement might not last that long, but even in terms of policing generally and making sure that they're wearing their masks down the back of the bus, who's going to do that? Well, look, I suppose first things first there, uh, the NBIU and, and other stakeholders, I mean, the decision to reopen the schools, obviously, it, it, it's something that has to be done. And as far as I be concerned, it's economy-defining, is the way I'd put it. So it's important that we get everything right, and there are many variables and 
many stakeholders, and you're speaking to, to, to two at the moment. Um, look, I was on your show sometime back in relation to face coverings and who would police and who would not police. Um, the bus driver uh, will, won't be policing it per se, but obviously there is a relationship built up over many years with both the parents and the children themselves and the bus driver. So it's it, it, it's, it's what they know each other quite well, and look, I suppose the fact that most people will comply. Uh, there will be issues, no doubt, and we have a number of issues in relation to uh, the social distancing, for example. We understand fully, Sarah, that the the hundred percent capacity. Uh, we understand the concept behind that, but there are difficulties as well in terms of lack of screens, for example, on these buses and the demographic of the drivers who drive school buses and the age profile of the drivers who drive school buses will be, I suppose, I have to put it, they will be high age-wise and mm. there will be difficulties and we would have issues around that as well, of course. So what do you mean lack of screens? Are there no screens installed on, on, on school buses or no, the school no, buses no, that no, you yeah, represent, yeah. is it? Yeah, so just to fully understand how the school bus operation, bus yet, I, I, I suppose, supply school bus transport under contract with the Department of Education and the vast majority of the school bus fleet is privately owned. For example, how the public and private can work together, in fact. But all those buses, none as I understand it, have the screens that you would see in your standard Dublin bus or your bus here on the city bus, for example. Mm. So, whilst understanding in one hand why uh, I suppose a hub environment has been created where, where people are, are familiar with each other, in some cases siblings, we understand that there is a concern of the proximity to, 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 to the first few seats, if you like, if you could visualise that on a bus. And there is concerns around that. There's also concerns, I should say, around, you know, uh, the bus is easily disinfected and there's an awful lot of trust involved here. And again, I suppose, back to the point I made, it's that we need to get this right. And the first thing we need to get right is getting the kids to schools and rely on, rely on other stakeholders and in the schools to, to manage their, their particular situation. Um, will bus drivers then wear masks, do you think, in, in order to protect themselves? Or how, how are they well, going to protect themselves if there are no screens? Well, by and large, as I understand it, the bus drivers, the school bus drivers, will be wearing, um, apart from the fact those that can't, but they will be wearing either visors or masks on those buses themselves. Uh, and again, look, your last contributor spoke about responsibility here. One would hope that, and I know already from, from, from evidence of my own people that work in the system, that the, that relationship with the parents have particularly, and in a lot of cases, there will be a call here for parental responsibility to ensure that the children who are obliged, and remember it's children over 13, I understand that are obliged to wear a mask, it will be for the parent to really, I suppose, to police that before they get on the bus. Do you think parents will do that, May? Or are you happy enough that there will be responsibility on that end? I think the parents are fully aware of the responsibilities that they have towards their, their children going back to school and they will endeavour. I I would absolutely imagine that the, the, their primary concern is the health and the welfare of their own child. So they will encourage their child to do whatever is necessary in order that they stay safe. Okay, and I mean, ultimately, May, are you, will you be happy enough with this, do you think, even hearing from Dermot there how they're going to manage it, do you think that this is workable or will you be looking for more buses to be put on, extra capacity to allow for more social distancing or what would be the solution to this that would be acceptable for parents? At the moment, I think it's too early to say um, because initially this news has just broken and there will be... There will be an an, an initial um, sense of worry out there because I think that from what I would have heard from parents, it was assumed that there would be um, social distancing on the buses. And I suppose that this is 
categorically stating that there will not be social distancing on the buses, but the requirement for face masks will be mandatory. Yeah. So I think that will have to sink in first. And also parents will have to see how their child is going to feel by having to wear a face mask, not only on the journey to school, but for the entire school day while they are in school as well, sitting in the classroom. Can I ask you, Dermot, about the cleaning and disinfecting regime for school buses? How will that operate? Well, again, we're back to the fact, as what you can imagine, and, and many of your listeners that they use the system will notice a lot of the buses that don't come into a depot per se, the same as the regular fleet would do. So there's going to be reliance here on the bus drivers uh, to do this, to carry out this regime. And that's one of the agreements we have with Bus Air, that they will do that. And again, you're back to a scenario where, you know, the individual bus driver will have that responsibility. And again, look, we, we would, I suppose, contend that that's, that is doable. But one how, of issues how often here, will I, that be done, if, if you don't mind me Well, that'll be done on a daily, that'll be done at least uh, once a day, if not twice a day, but at least once okay. a day. Is, 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 yeah. But there's another issue, Sarah, if I may expand a small bit, and, and there's a broader issue here that people are not picking up on just yet, and that's the fact that, for example, in Dublin, there's no dedicated school transport system in Dublin, uh, per se, and uh, the school children in, in Dublin, and I think some of the larger urban areas, use the regular uh, bus to get to school. So that's going to present another problem because whilst we understand and agree with the concept of the social distancing model on school bus transport, currently you have a school, the capacity on the regular fleet is 50%. Now you add in many thousands of school-going children into that mix uh, come the late August, early September, and you can see or envisage the problems that may present. So there's discussions we need to have uh, with the, the transport companies and the international transport authority to explain to us how they're going to manage that. But, and have uh, any, again, ha- any discussions coming. come your, your way on that? Because, I mean, the, the point you make is certainly valid. The DART and, and Dublin bus, uh, if they're operating, as you say, it 50% be, capacity, it, 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 what happens when there's a gaggle of school children there at the bus yeah. stop that wasn't there a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, how are they going to manage it? Well, Sarah, you're probably well used to me the, the answering the question is you have that question we see times in different interviews consultation from the people who who uh, or the masters of public transport the NTA is is uh, nailed at this stage uh, with the trade unions I, I do know that there is a line in the form of the government to establish a public transport stakeholders forum and one would hope that line in the form of government that someone in the NTA would pick up on that and consult directly with us in relation to that we're quite happy Okay. Uh, to consult the bus air and the school bus transport system because it's confined to that operator but the, uh, the broader issue of transport capacity issues across the transport system needs to be discussed with the people who work on the front line and that is going to be a problem as I said when people return to school and return and want to return to those buses and we want to be able to carry people to school and, right. and work safely Dermot O'Leary thank you very much for joining us this morning and also May Fanning President of the National Primary Parents Council post-primary